Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Do you enjoy listening to us every week? Want to support us even more? Become a friend of the program. Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast for just four sixty nine. Nice. Nice. A month. You get 20% off all of our merchandise, exclusive giveaways. You could ask us uh, any questions you may have on our Patreon uh, question segment every week. Or just leave us basically a virtual tip in our virtual tip jar. Become a friend of the program again today. That's Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast. Lastly, do you like playing with toy cars and telling your significant other that they're collectibles? Do you enjoy badass memorabilia of grown-ass men who are more successful than you? Well, after doing what Bradley and Bobby just told you to do, head on over to CircleBDieCast.com for all your diecast needs and merchandise, and be sure to use promo code BFP123 for $5 off purchases over $30. And one last thing before we get started, we'd like to give a shout-out to the Graphics Coop, Any Racing News, and Danny Eugene Photography for all their support. Brad Keselowski is going to be showing the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pool here, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years. So, uh, occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls this is gonna be episode one what are we at 192 193 i'm looking at 192 193 of the black flag podcast as always i am charlie sanborn to my left is bradley saucier and to his left is bobby timmons together we are at black flag pod on all things social media uh, I'll get right into my weekend. I went to a hockey game on Saturday and sat on my fucking ass all day yesterday. So, uh, Bradley, how was uh, Riverhead? Um, well, it now Charlie's um, leaving. It <laughs> it it was a adventure. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure. Charlie's Team Bird. The headphones I had were all fucked up. Um, <laughs> so yeah, essentially Down we goes uh, the seven new NY hats. We uh, we went to. Mohegan on uh on Friday night and uh just so the weekend obviously started there and we go to Comics Roadhouse which is a place that I know uh, Charlie's least been before I don't know if you've been there Bob but it's a country bar um right kind of in the middle of everything at Mohegan so we go down there and you know everyone's pretty hungry obviously gonna get some dinner and I'm pretty positive now the more that I've thought about it that I did the exact same thing the last time I was there which is about a year ago um on the way down to the Islip 300 where I got chicken tenders and they advertise they, that. they have they have barbecue tenders they have buffalo tenders they have you know all these different sauces whatever so I'm like okay you know what sounds really good right now some buffalo tenders and when you think of buffalo tenders you think of uh, chicken tenders like in, in Buffalo, like they're Buffalo, you know, tossed. Yeah, tossed in Buffalo. This story, um, this story is starting to sound. So the more that I've thought about it, the more that I've thought about it, the more this exact same thing happened last year, and I just yeah. forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, this is so. I order Buffalo familiar, tenders, which yeah. comes with just Buffalo, a cup of <laughs> yep, Buffalo yep, sauce, yep, yep, which is, is a real fucking pain this in is the. It's all cunt. coming back to me now. So, <laughs> I I immediately am pissed Deja but i'm also vu. very hungry so i'm like whatever i will eat these i'm on uh chicken tender number two i go to stick my fork in the chicken tender as one does 
the Clink. the plate <laughs> the plate now lifts up on the right side, flipping the buffalo cup up in the air oh, and no. landing on my lap. Not even ten minutes into being at Mohegan. Bad, now now we draw. took now we took a shuttle to get there from the hotel, right? So this guy gives uh, Spencer Morris a card, says if you guys need to get picked up, give me a call. Well, now I'm the asshole that has the card and has the hotel room key. And I call him, and I'm like, hey, is there any way I can get a ride from Mohegan? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'd be there in 10 minutes. I'm like, all right, cool, perfect. Like, it shows up. I'm like, you just dropped me off. He's like, I know, I know, you look familiar. I was like, yeah, I literally got off the last shuttle that you brought here. Uh, I'm now covered in buffalo sauce, so I got to go back and <laughs> uh, get changed. So, And I'm fucking pissed. So I'm under the impression I'm just not even going to go back to the fucking casino to begin with. So I get into the hotel room, get into my skivvies, grab a beer. I'm sitting there watching college football. And then Amanda's like, are you coming back? I was like, ah, probably should, I guess. So fucking <laughs> 10 minutes later, I fucking throw on a new pair of clothes, go down to the shuttle, fuck it, take Very the shuttle back. Very odd brand for you to just say, fuck it, I'm not going <laughs> yeah, back. No, fuck it, I don't have time for this <laughs> shit. Leave it out the fact yeah. you left your girlfriend at the casino. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she had food that wasn't spilt all over her, so obviously she's going to fucking have, go eat it. So Figure it out, babe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the so, most Brad thing I've ever heard in my life. So on brand. <laughs> I, I uh, obviously go back to the casino, whatever. Uh, Mitchie Bags ends up joining us. Did not come back to the hotel room with us. Did, um, did he do it? The hotel a... was clean on upon exit. <laughs> there was no vomit on the floor. Did he do a repeat Mitchie Bags <laughs> no, from he uh, Mohegan? No, he didn't. He, no. uh, he didn't come back to the hotel. He didn't get that tuned up. But uh, Hotels are undefeated against Mitchie Bags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so... I have never heard someone throw up that loud no. in my life. No, it was... Luckily, it was yeah. a little... Either we weren't in the room at AC, or I just don't remember, but it seemed like it was a little more peaceful. Yeah, yeah we weren't in the room, right? yeah. yeah I'm... <laughs> 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 just right. screaming at the toilet. Yeah, it was... Uh, um, it was pretty aggressive. So, kind of like a wounded fucking animal. And so, lo- what happened last year is that we're on the way down, and... I'm driving, whatever. Charlie's in the passenger seat, like, oh, you know, who's coming? I'm like, I don't know. It's probably gonna be like two, three, four of us, whatever. Charlie invited like everyone that we knew that was from the general area, and they all came. Um, and then they all came back to the hotel, and then we, we all, which is fine. I don't give a shit. Everyone could come to the hotel, stay in the hotel, whatever. You're just gonna get the floor. Mitchie just happened to get the bathroom, uh, the and tub. the tub, the <laughs> toilet. The sink, the floor, the, the, the mirror, the, the roof, the recessed yeah. light fixtures. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I got the worst deja vu. So we're on the way down, and uh, I haven't invited anyone else because I can't. I just I need some sleep. I, I can't have a repeat of the last year. And Mitch just goes, Are you, you guys going to Mohegan tonight? Uh, yeah, we are. We are, Mitch. Maybe. Yeah. We sure are, pal. He's like, I might swing by. I'm like, ah, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be super fun if you did that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, then he came and everything. Everything was fine. We were, we we're carving it up on the dance floor. He was uh, he was having a good time. It was always did you get fun. poked in the eye? It's fun. No, no, I didn't get poked <laughs> in the eye. <laughs> no, I actually uh, I had my goggles on the whole time. Tough but. first few minutes here for poor Mitch. <laughs> <Bags. laughs> yeah. No, we love Mitch. He I'm can glad stay. That, I'm glad that he uh, he came out because uh, definitely uh, added a little bit more excitement. And while uh, d- the degenerates were gambling, him and Amanda went in um, back into the bar and decided to drink instead of boots spend money. Scoot, so. to boots Scootin' boogie. Yeah, yeah. So, had a good night on Friday, and then obviously we we got up pretty early on uh, on Saturday and took the uh, earliest ferry that we could get over to Riverhead. And um, so, uh, talking to Freddie yesterday, um, apparently he's he's obviously done this trip way more than I have. They they have a board when you like walk in or drive in or whatever that says like you know it's mild. Like, basically, it, whatever the seas are is, like, it's mild, whatever, so it's just a straight shot. There's no, like, turbulence or whatever. 
Uh, that's not the wave. right word. It's but called you get waves, it. but yeah, um, no, so, it's not that. So Freddie <laughs> so, <laughs> said that he's taken the trip like 50 times, whatever, and he's like, there was this one day it said moderate, and we were like, oh, shit, like, that's, that's not good. <laughs> so we get out there, and he's they're fucking carving up the sea. Well, dude, we're sitting... It, we we go to we go we sit down it's a shitty day it's raining it's not good well I forgot that the fucking hurricane was coming up through when i say that i thought we were going to capsize i was pretty fucking certain that we were going to capsize and it didn't no, side note do they like strap your car down no no so no. did like cars crash during this i would not be shocked if a, a couple people got some dings in their car because we so and we, they, they pack them in fucking Tight. We so much as set sail, and we're like ten minutes in, and we're like hitting some fucking aggressive waves and rocking back and forth, and we're not like super hungover, but we're not super right either. So this isn't helping. And uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, you see this dude that's very much like looks like he's kind of in the navy, has like a crew shirt on. You can tell that he's like pilots the ship or he's he's a part of the crew driver and he comes over and he just like we're sitting like right next to the door. He comes over to the door and he's just looking out at the waves and he's like puzzled look on his face just like kind of shaking his head and he's like hmm and he like opens the door goes and like hangs onto the railing with both hands and he's looking like back and forth and he's like still shaking his head in confusion and i'm like oh this is really reassuring because i, I don't know if he's like looking for icebergs well, or what I mean, but to, i'm to pretty be fair, sure that we're gonna flip this bitch to be fair if i'm ever in a plane and the pilot comes out in the cabin starts looking <laughs> out the window i'd be like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was really, really uh, worrisome, and uh, we ended up going to the bar. We're like, oh, if we're going to die, we might as well die with a beer. So we get there. The guy's fucking setting everything up, and it's 8.30 in the morning. Glasses are falling out <laughs> of the cabinets. It's 8.30 in the morning. The guy's going back and forth, like, in and out of the behind the bar, and there's the, the metal doors on, like, the shelves that they have are, cl- like, clashing off of it just so loud. And I'm like, this is good. It is real good. So it gets, like, we're, we're like, 10, 15 minutes away from, from landing, I guess, and he starts serving us beers finally, and... Um, so as you look out in the distance, it is like, you could tell that there's a wall of rain. It is very, very gray, no sun whatsoever. And again, this is 10 minutes from when we get uh, like into our cars and drive off the, the ferry. 10 minutes goes by, we get in our car, drive off the ferry as sunny as sunny could possibly be blue skies. Like it was something out of like a fucking fairy tale with how nice it was outside. So it's nine o'clock now, nine twenty, whatever it was. And we're like, okay, cool. Like practice starts at 10 at the racetrack. Let's head over there. So we're going to go over there, um, get our pit bracelets, wander around for a little bit, and then uh, go over and get lunch like we typically do. So we get over there, sunny as fuck, whole ride sunny, sunny and like very, very hot actually. It's like 75 degrees. So again, practice will start at 10. We get over there, hang out for 30, 45 minutes. Practice still hasn't started yet. So we're like, well, that's pretty weird. So I'm talking to Freddie. I'm like, hey, what's the schedule look like? He's like, oh, they, they got 30 minutes of practice and they got 30 minutes of practice and they'll probably fuck around for half an hour and then they got 30 minutes of practice and then they're they're supposed to get started but they'll probably fuck around for another hour and i'm like all right so like 12 31 we should probably be back here he's like yeah, yeah probably probably around then all right cool we go over to tjf friday as we come back at 12 45 stand around talk talk to some people shoot the ship at one o'clock they're sending vintage cars out on the racetrack Oof. fuck yeah my favorite now the vintage cars were supposed to put on an exhibition at 11 o'clock. It's 1 o'clock, right? It's very much 1 o'clock. So then... It's two hours too late. For they got one exhibition. of the ones. So then we go over and we, we get in the stands. We're sitting down, whatever, grab a beer. And, you know, vintage cars are vintage carring, whatever they do. And that was fun. So then they fuck off, get off the track. And then they get leaf blowers staged in turn one and two because they're about to have single car qualifying for the tour type mods. They fire the leaf blowers up. 
the two fucking four wheelers or whatever with leaf blowers attached to them are just sitting there not moving for like 20 minutes we're like are they gonna are they, are they gonna blow off the track or are we just gonna fucking sit here and and do nothing so then they finally start fucking you know blowing off the track whatever they get done we're now like nothing crazy an hour and a half behind schedule um and then so now there's some dude that that comes out on a uh, like on a golf cart has a has a ladder in his hand puts it up against like the uh right as the the pit opening is in, in turn three starts fucking with these wires like that's looks like whatever he's doing seems like it's a pretty easy fix but he's up there for 10 minutes climbs back down you think you're going green keeps the ladder there walks back into the pits fantastic we're still not going green so then he comes back out goes to fix something Still doesn't fix it. Calls out the golf cart. We're like, what is the fucking way? And at this point, I look at Spencer and I'm like, this is what's going to kill short track racing. Because you go to a M-I-I-L-B baseball game. First pitch is at 7.05. You know when the first pitch is? It's fucking 7.05. <clears throat> yeah, usually their uh, speakers and their scoreboards, they, they test all that shit out early in the afternoon so that uh, they know it works. Uh, it's not a surprise. Come first pitch and, <laughs> oh, shit, we don't know what inning it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even the main Mariners have fucking music and everything laid out. Like Dude, you could go, a, 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 a high school football game, it starts at 7 o'clock. You know what time the kickoff is? Fucking 7 <clears> o'clock. <throat> Lindsay's niece, Sierra, is a cheerleader for Massabesic High School, so we've been going to a couple football games here and there. No problems. Intermission happens. Music happens. Just like a like a professional outing. So this sounds like a complete shit show. Yeah. So and and I think that they're fucking with like a light, like the lights or you know whatever. But the lights are very clearly working. So then I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? So apparently they're they're fucking with a camera. Which, I mean, I don't know how many cameras you need for single car qualifying. We probably could have got away with at on least a, one on a racetrack. You can fit in your living room. Yeah, and whatever. So. It ends up being like an hour and 45 minutes behind schedule. Now, during this, the the 45 minutes at least that we're sitting up there, the announcer keeps coming over, the intercom, whatever, and he's, he's like, the speakers. He's like, yeah, yeah, uh, you know. The, now, the reason why we're behind schedule is because the rain just moved out of Riverhead and we had to dry the track. So, like, what? The, the rain, when we got off the ferry, there was no fucking rain. When we got to has, the racetrack, it hasn't rained since ten o'clock. When we got to the when we got to the racetrack at ten, it was still bright and sunny. Y'all were just playing fuck fuck all day, and he kept saying, "Now, now, thank you for for bearing with us. You know, we had rain that moved out of the area around nine thirty. It's like that didn't fucking happen." And he kept saying, and he kept saying, and everyone kept getting more pissed and more pissed. So then they finally start rolling the cars out. We're an hour and forty five minutes behind schedule. Fantastic, whatever. They go through single car qualifying. They bring the legend, the godforsaken fucking legend cars out there. They There's had, only 50 of those. Yeah, so you knew it was going to be a shit show. Ended up, like, whatever. They go through the heat races. They wreck some shit. And they go on to the features, finally, whatever. Legend car feature comes out. They would not stop wrecking. Fantastic. 40-lap feature took, like, an hour and a half. Uh, it was just... <clears throat> yeah, I, it, it took up almost the entire drive from... Uh, my house to the star speedway banquet which was an hour and 45 minutes yeah i was like man i was hoping i'd catch like maybe even the start of the tour type race during this drive nope nope all legend cars yeah nice. they they just kept wrecking uh over and over again which you, you you can't put that on the promoters or whatever but when you're already really far behind schedule there was a lot of people i've never seen or never heard the grandstands at a racetrack be all collectively so pissed off I mean, there was dudes behind us that were screaming, like, obscenities 
all afternoon. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Put the fucking flag away. Line them back up, cross them up, turn the fucking lights off. There's families like sitting around and for, and like for once our group wasn't responsible <laughs> no, for causing a scene. No, and I was just so pissed that I wasn't even saying a word. And there's like families with like small kids like all around and they keep like turning around and they're like smiling and like giving a thumbs up and like laughing now usually these people are fucking rip shit pissed but now they're rip shit pissed because their kid fucking won't sit still because the race that was supposed to go green at two or three it's now 445 and we're still not even green for the tour type race so they bring the crate modifieds out for their 50 lap race they absolutely destroy half of them going down the back stretch <coughs> lap half yep which right was, on brand for sk lights i know they're not sk lights but they might as well be yeah which i mean it ended up working out because then they they pretty much went green and checkered after that and so finally you get onto the tour type race and so now i'm sitting here and i'm like all right well for the last two weeks freddie and i have, have made dinner reservations to go to our, our favorite spot diggers which Spencer and I have been talking about getting steak tips, and Charlie has talked about getting steak tips for the last year since we went back, or since we went they're, there last they're year. They're so fucking good. I heard the grilled cheese is good. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, a quesadilla. Very, very good. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was a grilled cheese. Any uh. quesadilla on the menu. Uh, Freddie kept busting my balls about the grilled cheese, and uh, he was really proud that I said steak tips or steak medallions when uh, Lady came. Did around. you rehearse? I did. I did. I thought about did it quite agree. a lot. I'm glad that I didn't think about it too, too much. You didn't. Uh, it does happen. Like, right, grilled cheese. <laughs> but so, but so, so, now, so now we're sitting there and it's like it's a little after five o'clock you're like okay so realistically they have 300 300 laps at least they're counting green flag laps but then still you know you're still looking at leaving here at fucking you know seven thirty eight, like two and a half hour race whatever no no they wrecked so much shit that they did more yellow or more laps under yellow than they did green flag laps to begin with Second off, I don't know who the fuck was in charge of anything on that racetrack, but they would notice. So some dude would have like a, just for instance, this is one of them. This dude's front bumper falls off. I think it was the 11 car or whatever. It's laying in the middle of one and two. I'm pretty sure that's why the caution came out to begin with. Now they have a rule that when they open pit road, they'll give everyone five laps around the racetrack, which already is too much. Uh, they should have realized that about halfway through the event. <clears throat> the pit road setup is kind of a fuster cluck, though. It it is, but it was very evident that if I, they didn't have to have five green flag laps, first off. But so what then? Then they would do is they would shut the door or shut the wa- the wall, I guess, to go into the pits so that no one else could go down there. Well. At least three or four times throughout this race, they would give the five green flag laps, shut the gate, and then race control would come over the the headset or whatever and be like, oh, this guy, you need to pit for this. And then they would, the guy would pull up, stop at the fucking gate, throw his hands up, be like, what the fuck? And then they'd have to open the gate again, let him go, and now they have to wait another five laps. So now we're going at least five more often than not, or at least 10, more often than not, it was like 12 because the guy's sitting there and the guy has to reopen the, the gate, which gives another lap. Now, and there's another lap. I wonder lap. why they didn't just leave the infield pit road setup that they built for the NASCAR race. I think it was because they were loaned all of those for that one race. And in order for them to keep them, it was going to cost them a significant amount. Weren't they of all still stacked up in the infield? or was No, it those? wasn't all of them. There was only like a few that were so that, that they could sense. park their trucks there without getting them smoked. But... Um, no, the, just the whole day was just such a fuck show. They wouldn't stop wrecking. So, so we're like 40 laps into the race. Right. And, um, hmm. How do we, how do we bring it up? 
quite lightly. Uh, JB Fortin wrecked uh, Jimmy Blewett yep. coming down yeah, the back straight in the back stretch wall. Um, just went into <clears> turns <throat> one and two, didn't turn, uh, washed him up the hill, and, and Jimmy was on his outside, and he just instead of turning down and, you know, Jimmy being able to even try to make the next corner, he just fucking hit him with the right rear, stuffed him in the backstretch wall, and then pretty sure that they all tried to blame it on Anthony Nocella, in which uh, everyone went back and watched the video and saw the pictures, and Anthony Nocella wasn't even really close to uh, hitting him. So not really sure what was going on there, uh, the thought process behind it. But then obviously you have the, uh, the entertainment of Jimmy getting out, and obviously where we're sitting, Jimmy comes to a stop pretty much right in front of us, and I see the steering wheel get thrown, and I'm like, Jimmy's going to beat the fuck out of this kid. And Jimmy gets out, fucking goes for a nice jog, wins the ice slip 5K, and unfortunately, JB just drives off. But uh, then, so about about this caution, this is where we're now like still like five fucking cautions in. We're on that 45. I'm like, I'm going to go take a piss. So on my walk to the bathroom, which is literally right behind us, I'm like, you know, it probably makes more sense right now is to go take a piss in the pits so that I can see what's going on. So I go over there. There is at least, I don't know, 300 people all in one corner of the pit area, and I can't even really see what's going on. It doesn't look like there's a lot of commotion. I definitely got down there like at the end of all of it. So you know, I'm, I'm going down there, and I'm, I'm talking to Craig Lutz, and they're just like, you see that? I'm like, no, I didn't see it. He's like, I was like, I got down there a little late. He's like, oh, I was fucking wild. And I, so... I didn't see any of the fight actually happen. I did see Freddie getting fucking pulled out of it at one point. And uh, then him and Megan come storming back by. And you could kind of tell that they were both involved in the fight, which you know, mom and dad, we we enjoy that. Uh, that doesn't sound like mom, but no, I can see Freddie I, doing that for sure. Yeah, d- dad. Uh, that caused a scene? I don't know. I, I honestly have no <laughs> idea. I just So that's what I, the problem was. I was looking at all the people and I'm like, who is who? Like, I don't know which one is which. And then the big couch racer hoodie gets fucking <laughs> you know, ripped back. And I'm like, ah, it makes sense. It was definitely so, uh, a bench clear is what you're saying. Oh, uh, it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good old fashioned Donnie. And so by the Christmas tree shop. So, yeah, we I mean, I didn't. Oh, I the didn't, rednecks next door fighting. <laughs> I, I I unfortunately missed the whole uh, the whole altercation, with, in which I ended up seeing a little bit of. You a haven't river headed yet, Bob? Have you? Never have I ever. Yeah, never. it's. Uh, well, I had all intentions of going this weekend and uh, didn't. <laughs> Couldn't. Yeah. yeah. So so essentially the race the race goes on and and throughout the race obviously like I'm I'm not watching like JB is really fast but also he's making some questionable moves and it's entertaining to watch he's just being yeah. he's being jb fortin is what he's doing oh he, so he drives into turns uh so this is his one shot to like one opportunity run up front <laughs> to seize everything he ever did wanted. he win this race or he's won a yeah race he won he won, won that race last year so he he goes into turns three and four and washes timmy up the hill and now we we've had Timmy on the show. We've had JB on the show. But Timmy is is, is a character, and and I we know Timmy pretty well. That's a, that's a word you could use. <laughs> and so they drive into turn three, and you could see that JB is going in faster than he should. And I could tell that he's going to wash Timmy to the hill, uh, top of the hill. And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, Timmy is going to be like, you're not going to fucking do that to me. Like <laughs> he's fucking jerk yeah. off. <laughs> he's like, nope, fucking backs out gets behind him and sails it so far into turn one <laughs> somehow doesn't wreck wreck him sails it so far in but moves him up goes on past so whatever you know that's that's over with timmy's well, then, a lot but he's not stupid well then he jb goes and does that to jr bertuccio and jr bertuccio now like 
he goes up the hill so much that when he tries to dive down below, he's he like gets he clips his left rear on someone else, hits the back of JB, but JR Bertuccio's front bumper was sticking straight up the whole time. So he wasn't even able to really get anything on him to to move him out of the way. So he tries to wreck him, whatever. He falls back in line, tries again to wreck him, tries again to wreck him. Uh, unfortunately, the front bumper, I think, was the uh, the problem there, not having one. Um, in order to, <laughs> yeah, you're then relying on uh, tinfoil and radiator. <laughs> yeah, in order to make that happen. So he, he tried to drive it in underneath him at one point, and uh, they got them both checked up, and that ended up causing a wreck behind him that I think that ended up J.R. Bertuccio ended up getting into uh, eventually. But whatever. So then he does the same thing to Kyle Soper. And I don't know Kyle Soper, but he's the 15. He's obviously pretty good there. He won, he won one of the wheeling races there this summer. Yeah. He's, uh, he's obviously, you know, track champion multiple a, times, a name that, you know, when you go to that racetrack. So he does the same thing to Kyle. Well, Kyle sails it in as hard as Timmy does into turn one and spins him out. And when I tell you that I've never heard a pop that loud at a short track in my life. <sighs> oh my God. Standing. Oh, <sighs> Standing O, just <laughs> everyone going nuts. I mean, JR, or uh, not JR, JV has been in the top five or six, really the whole entire race. He's been fast, but, you know, he, he's been moving people out of the way, and he moved enough people where it got everyone's attention, obviously, and obviously a lot of people there cheering Kyle for Jimmy Soper Blewett. Kyle not putting up with that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's like, no, you're not doing that to me. Drives it in there, spins him out. Crowd goes absolutely fucking wild. Um and that was well. You this know, is after he wrecked Jimmy too, right? Oh, this is after. Yeah, yeah it was just yeah. corn cobbing people up so, all night. This was this was the last. It, it, it's it's tough to take out one of the fan favorites and then. Well, regard yeah. fan favorite or not, just take out someone. Well, yeah, like, you're driving like an asshole. Plus, it was Jimmy though. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, the, that definitely doesn't help. And if you look at the history books, that doesn't really uh doesn't really work out for the other. You know, anyone that's wrecked Jimmy Blue, it usually doesn't get away with it. Yeah. So. That that ended up being, you know, really the the key moment of the night. Uh, as the race went on, just more cautions, more cautions, and Hirschman looked like he he had a good shot at it at the end there, and uh, his car was just going away from him. And so every every restart that he had to start on the pole, he would, I think it was uh, John Beatty or something, probably he um, five, yeah. So yeah. every time, time every time Hirschman would get on the gas to uh, come to the restart, he would basically slide up and like wash the five almost into the wall. And so he had to do, he had to, he had to restart with no cell on his outside. And it looked like Hirsch was probably faster than the five, but no was definitely faster than, than uh, Hirschman. So I'm like, Oh, if Hirschman, you know, really washes him up here, then he might have a pretty good shot. Cause there's only like five or six to go or something like that. And so, uh, they got a good restart and no just was way too fast at the end there and uh, drove by him. And, End up going to pick up not the wins. So. Not without Matt trying to run him through the infield lap after lap after lap. Yeah, yeah, Matt was definitely uh, on defense, uh, and he was going <clears> to <throat> have to be because Nocello was way faster than he was. But, um, yeah, it was just – I mean, it, the ending was somewhat entertaining, but just throughout the race it was so fucking just terrible to watch. Um, it was one of those deals where, like, I wasn't the one that drove there, obviously. Like, we, we took Spencer's car. So, in my mind, I can't be the one that's like, ah, let's just fucking go. You know, right. so and it is tough because that's why you drove there, right? Yeah, and I already paid fifty five dollars for a pit pass, and like I'm not the type of person I don't leave races early. Like I, I paid for it. I want to watch it, but we're like two hundred laps in, not even two hundred laps in, and I'm like, this is fucking terrible. Like I want to, I want to leave. If Spencer looked at me and was like, hey, like, do you want to go get food? I would have been like, absolutely, because we're already in the territory. Diggers closed at ten. We're like in the territory that we're not even able to go eat because we ended up leaving there at about 8.30 and the races ended. We literally just booked it out of there, went straight to Diggers, got a big table and um, 
Freddie and the Blewett crew or the the Baldwin crew crew over there was um I guess they they had beers and stuff that uh were were brought in so they were just hanging around having beers after the races and stuff like that and so I, we're over at Diggers I I finally get the steak medallions unfortunately Dad wasn't there to see it so uh the the night's coming to an end it's like ten thirty they they already close the kitchen they give us our check well then they're all like oh we're gonna go to Applebee's like, all right cool so mom dad you know timmy's already there the whole nocella crew the whole baldwin crew uh just you know brian crowley like all, all the everyone that we know was at was at applebee's which is cool so we walk in there and very familiar faces we just were in there to start drinking so we ended up putting in like a, a half day shift at applebee's and walked in and a couple of the guys were like hey you see you see the fight i'm like no nah, i didn't see the fight so they showed me a video of the fight it was a fight. <laughs> kudos to the Riverhead Raceway. Ten-minute ten majors for, for both teams. <laughs> yeah, kudos to the Riverhead. Actually, there's probably some instigators on uh, the, <laughs> on the seven New York crew, but uh, the it was it was a very so usually you're like oh I'll fight at the racetrack it's like a push and then a push and then like the cops come and like everyone gets arrested or some shit. No, this was a whole fucking this is a brawl. Uh, there's a couple dudes that uh. I was seeing a video of uh, of them just absolutely swinging, teeing off on them. They were like, they were like, I'm saying haymakers. Oh, I'm saying like they're on the ground already, legs over the dude, just fucking swinging back and forth. And there's two of them side by side. It was like, holy shit, we're fucking, we're really letting them <laughs> mutual <chew>. combat. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, no, unfortunately, uh, seven New York crew didn't didn't win the race, but they certainly they, won the yeah, fight. They won the after party, I guess. So. Uh, but that was, you know, that was the extent of the uh, the race itself there on Saturday. It was just such a fucking shit show. It really, like, we weren't even, like, I got mad early and I got really quiet and just, you know, I wasn't voicing my displeasure like half the stands were. But Spencer looks over at one point and he just goes, and this really makes you think, or this really makes you, uh, like, not want to take for granted Scott Tapley. And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, people For can sure. say what they want, but staff this shit don't happen at Stafford. No, no, and that shit doesn't even happen. Like, if it's like a pass race, like that's not happening. Like, if if it's a one one p.m. or one a.m. Jesus Christ, one p.m. Yeah, green flag. Like, it's gonna go green at one one, even one fifteen at the latest. But like, dude, an hour and forty five minutes late. That's just like that's what I was saying earlier. Like, and then lying about it too. The rain. Yeah, think of it's almost like they were they were announcing for like flow racing. They weren't like aware that they were also announcing for the people who had been there all day. <laughs> yeah, well, like think about it would have fooled me. I got home from work at like two thirty, and time trials was on, and I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, apparently they're running behind. Think think about like the people that you know got there. Like they're, they're advertising noon green flag. All right. Well, when we got there, there was nothing even going on on the track, so. I don't know why, because we got there at 10. That's when practice was to start. So think about that. You know, you, you get there a little bit before noon. You get up in the stands. You're sitting there. And then you're sitting there for three fucking hours with nothing going on. Like, holy shit. I mean, just I, I can't imagine if some that was someone, God forbid, that was someone's first time at a racetrack. It was a really just poorly, poor display of, uh, I guess, what, what, I don't know. It, it it definitely wasn't what it should have been. So that's uh, that's tough for anyone. It's also that, very unriverhead like for the the times that we've gone to. Well, yeah, um, and that's like it, it sucks when that's the anomaly when the big race that you know goes on in November when not as many people have shit going on is uh, such a shit show like that. That was it was terrible and like if it wasn't for the amount of fun and the amount of people that we don't get to see that often that are all at the ice slip, I very much would not be going back next year. But probably you know we'll make the trip. And, uh, 
I guess just hope that the Star Banquet's not on the same weekend because that's where you were at Saturday, huh? Sure was, pal. Um, <clears throat> I watched most of Riverhead on my phone except for the 300-lap race that kind of didn't get a chance to watch as much of that. Had a few notes, a couple takeaways. Um, the El Camino tow truck, it's pretty fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty badass little tow rig. It's a staple. Um, the guy that won the Legend car race, two-piece fire suit. Love that. <laughs> um, shout out to that guy. Uh, Weapon of the Week, um, which this guy I've known f- ever since the first time I went to Atlantic City. I got introduced to what is a Paul Hartwig. Mm. <laughs> this dude showed up in 2010 with like a 1984 Buick LeSabre with a Rage Champ Cart ratchet strapped to the roof in a snowstorm. <laughs> he was the slowest go-kart there by far. He's a he's a big boy. He was not built for go-kart racing. Yeah. And uh, I learned quickly what a Paul Hartwig was, and I am a huge fan, but oh my God goodness he is the face of the word weapon when in motorsports every year at atlantic city it's something i have an old video on my instagram he got in so many crashes in the b main of the slingshot race that they put him on one of the furniture dollies and rolled him right out of the building (laughs) like he's trying to keep driving he's trying to get out of it they wouldn't even let him out of it they just put him on the furniture dolly and pushed him in the pit area so they have a a, uh, a modified Conti with five cars. Why, I don't know. But there's five cars, and they're taking only the winner. Allegedly. And <clears throat> so Paul Howard is starting on the outside pole of some poor, unsuspecting soul. <laughs> and he drives right over that guy's right front, coming to the green, spins him out. Caution comes out, rightfully so. They put Paul to the back. On the ensuing restart, Paul drives right through the back of the guy in front of him and puts the guy he just wrecked and himself head on into the wall. Nailed it. Destroyed both cars, even to the point where the announcer's like, ah, real bull in a china shop there. <laughs> Which the announcers didn't say much, so every time they did talk, it uh, it cut through. Yeah, uh, I didn't I didn't hear that one over the loudspeaker, but that was uh, it's a good line. So uh, Good tough, explanation tough, for it. Tough day for Paul Hartwig. And, and before I talk about the banquet, uh, Kyle Elwood wins the Sportsman Mod, Crate Mod, SK Light with Skinny Tire Mod, and uh, sparked some internet discussion. I don't know what you guys think of this take. Doug Kobe tweeted that he uh, he believes that uh, SK Lights, uh, NHSTRA 604 mods, Sportsman mods, all that, if you have any tour-type experience, you shouldn't be allowed to race in that division. Kyle has had a cup of coffee on the Wheel and Modified Tour, and he's raced at Riverhead and tour-type tours for a while. I know Kyle pretty well. We're pretty good pals. was happy to see him win, but he absolutely dick-stomped the crate field. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer to that is because I, I I'm also very much the advocate of saying that Kyle Busch should be able to run you know trucks, Xfinity, late models, whatever he wants to do. So who am I to say that a modified guy can't run another type of modified? But I I understand the the concept of it. I guess like Beechridge was like that forever and always. If you know if me for example, I raced Mad Bombers on Thursdays, jumped up to the Sport Series. I would have never have been allowed to race a Wildcat because I had gone above that and. Did I think that was fair or right? I don't know, but for me, it's 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 a, it's, a, it's two things. A, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. Mm-hmm. And money has always been a factor in the sport. I don't care. Go all the way back to the '60s. You know, Richard Petty was a good race car driver, but he certainly had a lot better equipment than anybody else. Correct. And two, it's not like there's an overabundance of race cars. So if if Sammy Raymond wants to show up show up with his tractor trailer truck and his NASCAR wheel and pit box to run an NHSTRA race, he should be allowed to. 
Yeah, why why would you say no? He's he has the same crate motor as everybody else. The the whole the whole reasoning that we even have <clears throat> like certain divisions or points racing anyway is the business model of when motorsports truly became a huge thing in like the forties because you had a million race cars. You had to break them up somehow. And you tried to keep them in your region or your racetrack by giving them points so that they would come back every single week because they could go wherever they wanted. Now we're in an era, I should say, or a, a, a point in time where, like you said, we don't have an overabundance of race cars in really any division. Right. Um, so why why deny somebody the, the right to bring another car, spend more money, more tires you know all that is is helping the racetrack or the the touring series or whoever you know they want to invest money back into it so it's it's kind of hard to say no but i also i i do understand the point that he's trying to make too though yeah i mean the optic of it sometimes can be tough you know like brian roby runs various tour races every time he gets in his crate mod dick stomps him crushes him so i don't know just thought that'd be an interesting talking point yeah i don't know it's doesn't matter to me. I don't yeah, know it, I don't know. It's it's it's. <laughs> I didn't know. You you can't you'd like so if you if the if so if the Boston Bruins get eliminated in the playoffs, but the Providence Bruins are still playing, you can't just send all the NHL guys down to Providence to go and win the fucking Calder Cup. No, but that's apples and oranges. Well, it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's basically saying I can't race three fifties anymore because I have an Isma car. Yeah, well, I can't keep up in one, and I can win in the other. But but that's kind of the same theory, right? But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if according to Doug Kobe, I couldn't race 350s anymore because I run Isma. That's yeah, I I, th- I don't think I disagree. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I I do I also, too. I yeah. also disagree. Yeah. I disagree, but like I just don't. I mean, I also obviously I don't have a car. I don't have the. Let's like if Charlie wouldn't be able to run his super late model because he. Or run is uh, limited because he has a super late model. Right, you're you're, yeah. co- you're costing oh. yourself cars now. At Stafford, they don't have that issue. They have 35 SK lights. None of them are tour drivers. So yeah, I guess I could see maybe that's the perspective Doug has. But that's also a one for instance. Right, that's, that that is that's a, an outlier. That is not yeah. the case for. There's been times at Hudson where they don't have double digits in crate modifieds, and I'm sure would gladly love to have yeah. anyone. Yeah, you know, would show up. So. Especially a name, you know, if if yeah, if Doug went down and ran a car like that, like that's but you he, know, if you advertise that he's showing up, like that gets people in the seats. But that also might provoke somebody to be like, eh, maybe we'll throw some skinny tires on it and see what we can do, or you know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it, maybe it helps the class, if anything. But just thought that was an interesting talking yeah, point. It is. But, yeah, yeah. So my Saturday night Star Speedway banquet, another second place trophy on the year. That uh, so. Coming from someone who did the Beechridge banquets, right? We did go kart banquets; they were always phenomenal. We did the the Beechridge Saturday night banquets, always phenomenal, right? Towards the end, it obviously kind of fizzled out, turned into something it shouldn't have been, but it looked like started it the right way. Yeah, um, Star still kind of does it the old school, I guess, way now. Um, you see a lot of racetracks now just kind of have their their end of the year awards at the racetrack. You know, that, not really I formal, not no flash, no pomp, no circumstance. Star still does the traditional, um, old school. They always do a roasted turkey dinner. That was Big Bob Weber Sr.'s favorite meal. And uh, they do it at Lindsay's. Pretty nice place in uh, Massachusetts. Uh, it was good. It was low-key. There was no drama, no fighting. Just, uh, just a good social event at the end of the year. Got to shoot the shit with my race car pals. Got to uh, got to rehash some things that went over in the year, over went on over the course of this year. Cleared the air 
on a couple things and drank some beers and uh yeah was that the only the only downfall to this one you know we were spoiled with the beechridge bank but it was it was at a hotel mm-hmm. um where this one is there might be hotels nearby but i don't really know and and like yeah fuck it it's just easy enough to find someone to drive us home after and my sister's friend Brittany was very gracious enough to drive us home so us degenerates could drink too many whiskey sour wads right uh have a night but it was it was good i uh I really didn't even get that drunk. I just kind of just maintained a good steady buzz. Uh, at the end of the night, they crank up the music and open up the dance floor, and Jeffrey Battle, our champion in the Supers, he danced his little heart out. He was sweating <laughs> and shirt untucked and tie come off. and Good for him. He was having a night. Good for you, bud. I ain't going anywhere near that fucking dance floor. <laughs> Uh, love yeah. that move we went to uh we went to the like i said earlier we went to the mariners game on saturday and it was the most bizarre hockey game i've ever been to in my life so did they start swinging a bat and playing with a ball uh <laughs> close uh so we, we showed up and we're with matt and ashley and they, they brought the kids we did some some nascar and stuff at the shop and we're like eh, fuck it let's go to the hockey game so we go and the, Lindsay's dad and stepmother are typically one of the security people there. So we kind of get spoiled sometimes. We get to fuck around and go places that most people don't, and uh, they weren't working. So we had the kids with us, so I text our good pal Christian, who's the one setting up uh, Motorsports Night for April 1st, 2023. Uh, everybody get ready and get your put, tickets. Put that on your calendar. Put that, check that right there. Don't buy your tickets uh, until we put out our QR, our QR code for yes. it. Uh, but yeah, setting up motorsports night for April 1st. And, uh, I, was, I just texted him. I was like, Hey, is it, is it cool if we, uh, get the kids down in the tunnel? He said, yeah, not a problem. So we, we meet up with him and we get them down there. But in the, uh, the first period they were playing the Reading Royals. All right. So they, they are the ECHL team for the Philadelphia Flyers. Subsequently the uh, Lehigh Valley Phantoms too. And, uh, this Cuzzo, his last name was Chen or Chen or something like that gets l- hit so fucking hard. Clean hit. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw the video. Keep your head on the swivel. Kid. He just dropped. And we're all sitting there like, and he did like the full like noodle, like just dead, like face down, arms like out, like fuck, like dead. I'm like, like, oh, good thing we have all the kids with us, right? And uh, then all of a sudden he's he's still not moving. And then there's a pool of blood coming out of his head, like onto the ice. We're like, holy fuck. <laughs> like he might actually be pretty fucked up here. And then it took like. 35 45 seconds before somebody came running out on the ice to the the dead guy and we're like uh which somebody should probably you know at least ask if he's okay <laughs> and uh um, <laughs> poke him with a stick maybe the, it took like five people to kind of like at least get him back up on his knees and it looked like what happened was he got hit in the head and his visor came down and cut the bridge of his nose Seen that happen before. into his cheek yeah. and we're like holy fuck fuck like the dude got rocked there's blood all over the ice and everything and they stopped the first period with like three minutes left in it we're like what the fuck is going on well just like the the racetrack when they took him off in the ambulance there was no emts there they couldn't keep playing so they did the intermission with like three minutes left in the period brought them all back out played for two minutes and then switched sides in front of us and then kept playing and then they fucking sucked and lost the game but um there's just an interesting interesting turn of events but yeah Kuzo got his fucking shit rocked right in front of us yeah they did put the speedy dry down on the fucking ice surface and yeah when they have to get the the ice scrapers out and chip away the blood yeah (laughs) matt was matt did say something funny he's like well i guess i'm not getting a fucking red slushy tonight (laughs) uh Uh, yeah that's uh that that was a pretty aggressive one that i think that it i watched the the hit because um fucking Kuzo there one of our buddies uh, he's a listener of the program 
Chase or something. He's on Facebook and uh, posted the video from like straight on, and it was a fuck. He got hit so hard. I like watched it back. I'm like scrolling, watching it over and over again. I'm like, that was a fucking clean hit. I think he fucking just got like the wind knocked out of him and just went so lifeless that he fucking smashed his face off the ice, and that's what like really did him in. But, um, yeah, I mean that was uh, gotta keep your head on a swivel. That was aggressive. Yeah, um, he, he got. He got hit really fucking. <laughs> Couple. It was a. Uh, they said twenty five stitches in his face, and I, I would assume a concussion of some. And probably sort. broken nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I definitely got hockey. definitely got to keep your head on a swivel and uh, just. Uh, I miss you know, hockey. Maybe we got to play. Maybe uh, yeah. Well, we will. Uh, we'll have to try to figure some something out there. But yeah. Um, speaking of keeping your head on a swivel, Justin Bonsignor probably should. Uh, Keep his head on a swivel when he's uh, yeah. around his own crew, guys. Yeah, you so. guys both saw people get bloodied <laughs> this weekend. So <laughs> um, we, we go to uh, – I don't remember if it was Applebee's. I think it might have been Applebee's because uh, JoJo was there. But Freddie's just like, yeah, you know, there's, just, there's bodies flying around. There's punches being thrown. You know, was, everyone was swinging at someone. And, you know, the only one I actually saw that got bloodied was uh, Justin Bonsignor. I'm like, the fuck was he – how the fuck did he get bloodied? And so I guess Freddie's like in the middle of this fight or whatever, and JoJo goes and grabs him. And uh, and he, he's pulling him back to like break it up or something, and, and goes to like throw a punch. And uh, so after he gets Freddie away from the the, you know, the tussle that's going on, he's like, "Ah, sorry, I didn't mean to catch you there. I caught you with like a stray bullet or whatever." And Freddie's like, "Ah, he didn't hit me." And Freddie's like, "I looked over at Justin. And Justin's like, ah, someone punched me in the fucking face." <laughs> <laughs> so apparently JoJo fucking cracked him one pretty good. And uh, that uh, I had that in my notes, and I took it out, actually, because I wasn't going to tell the story, and then Freddie posted it on Facebook today, and JoJo commented on it, so I feel like it's pretty all right for that to hit the airwaves. But, uh, yeah, tough tough break for him. And, uh, and why JoJo commented on it and said, I'll do it again if he doesn't yeah, straighten yeah, up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you better straighten up or it's going to happen again. But, uh, yeah, just uh, it was a fun weekend down on the island. We, we uh, got a hotel room fairly uh, about 15 minutes away from the racetrack, I guess. And so after Albies ended, we... Uh, Not the one in the parking lot? No, no. That one was about $700 a night. Oh, so, um, Yeah, $250 down the road. Seemed like it made a whole lot more sense. And we're mm-hmm. under the impression that the place that we stayed down the road, Home Two Suites, whew, nicest hotel that we've Those ever Those are been. all super nice. That was such a nice fucking hotel. I mean, I we laid down in bed, and I, I look at my phone. I got a text from, like, the manager downstairs, like, hey, hey, Brad, this is uh, Mike downstairs. Just want to make sure is everything all right. Just want to make sure everything's good with your stay. Do you want please, me to come tuck you in? Please let me know if you did anything. I was As like, a matter of fact, yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a bedtime story? <laughs> uh, but so it, it was just a it was a nice nice little spot there. <laughs> and you texted back. Oh yeah, I texted him back. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, everything's great. Like, thank you. He's like, all right, and don't hesitate. Like I said, and I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So night goes on. Best night's sleep that I've gotten in weeks. Just the blackout curtains in there. The room was nice and cool. Just it was just such a nice experience. And uh, so we wake up in the morning. I woke up and I, I clicked my phone. I'm like, oh, it's you know 9:40. They said breakfast goes till 10. I'm like. I really want to go downstairs and get breakfast or do I want to continue sleeping as well as I've ever slept in my life? Fucking turn it off, turned an alarm for 11 or 1045 and just went right back to sleep. Woke up and uh, we all had to rush to get out of the hotel. But, well, we ended up leaving and Freddie had already texted me because we talked at Applebee's the night before. Amanda was saying she wanted mimosas. So Freddie texted me an orange and a champagne emoji at about 1045 and uh, says mom's mom's uh, unwell right now. So wasn't a thousand percent sure if we were going to end up uh, going out or at least going out uh, for a little while. So he's like, oh, we're going to shoot for noon. All right, cool. We're already out of the race or out of the racetrack. We're already out of the hotel. So we go to the Tanger outlets. We go fuck around for a little bit and just wander around uh, all those deals. And Freddie's like, ah, I took a shower, came back out. Mom's dead again. So I got to try to wake her up. And uh, we're probably looking a little bit later than noon. Probably not going to make it there on time. Like, all right, whatever. So 
Timmy Salamito said he was going to meet us there as well. So we, we shoot there for 1230 and Spencer on the way there, he goes, he goes, yeah, you know, what's like, uh, what do you think? When, when do you think we'll leave? Like realistically, like, you know, what, just a rough estimate on time. Like I'm not rushing anything. Like I'll be, I'll stay here all night. Like I was just curious, you know, when do you think that we're going to leave? I'm like, well, you know, Freddie said he wanted to watch the football game. So I assume, you know, the one o'clock slate comes on, we get there at 1230. We're probably out of there by 430. You know, we'll watch the whole Monday, the whole one o'clock slate and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll leave from there. So I'm just like, oh, all right, sounds good. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I just, I just kind of want to get like a loose plan, you know, in my head, I guess. So one thing leads to another. Timmy shows up at about 345 and we sat there until at least fucking six thirty, seven o'clock. <clears throat> put in a good eight hour shift. Yeah, we literally put in an eight hour shift to diggers. Spencer got three orders of steak medallions while we were sitting there. <laughs> They're so fucking He got good. them when we were sitting down. And so while we were sitting there and Freddie's like, Man, looking around, he's like, This this place is fucking dead. I can't believe it. And so Freddie's obviously been like from that around that area. He's like, Hey, I used to live right down the road. We come here all the time. We'd be here till three AM and you know, we, the place would be completely fucking packed till two or three. And uh now they close at ten. Freddie's like, yeah, COVID just kind of fucked it up. I don't know if they're under new management or whatever, but we're looking around. We're the only ones in the fucking place. We're keeping this place afloat. So Spencer is literally keeping this place fucking afloat. <laughs> he, paid Pay their, he paid their mortgage. <laughs> so we're, yeah, we're watching the one o'clock slate, right? And so I put a bunch of money, or not a bunch of money, I guess, but I, put, I had some money on the Giants because Freddie's a Giants fan, knew we were going to be cheering for him, whatever. Yeah, and they're playing Houston. They're fucking rubbish. So, uh, And then <laughs> I, I, had money, I had money on the Bills as well. And so I look over at the Bills game, and I look over at the Giants game, and the Giants are not – I needed like three or four things to happen. I had a parlay, uh, and one of them was for them to win by you know three or uh, – so they had to win by three, and then there was also had to be like an over of 44 or whatever the fuck it was for a number. But we're like we're like eight points away from the over, and there's like ten minutes left in the game. I'm like, fuck. Like, it looks like the Giants are just burning this clock. Like, I'm fucked on this one. But the Bills got this one locked up because they're up by like – they're up by <laughs> – they're up by seven. I need them to win by two and a half. I'm like, even if they get a, a field goal here, we're fucking men. You know, whatever. So it doesn't look like I'm going to win the Giants game at all. It doesn't look like I'm – or it looks like I'm going to win the Bills one. So I'm like, all right, like I can order another round of drinks if both of these bets hit. Or I'll order a round of shots, whatever. So I, the the Giants end up, you know, kicking a field goal, getting a touchdown, whatever the fuck happened. They ended up going over. So I'm like, fuck yeah, made money over here, and this one's a fucking lock. Like, let's go. I'm celebrating. And then all of a sudden, Freddie goes, ah, uh, did he just fumble? I'm like, what? Whole table starts dying laughing at me because I fucking throw the hands up. I'm like, let's fucking go. Turn around. Yeah, because they stopped. Josh Allen fumbles it in the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah, they stuffed Kirk Cousins on a fourth and goal from the half-yard line. Yeah. And it looked like the game was over, and then Josh Allen just was like, nah, you got the ball back. Yeah, I I don't. The play call didn't really make any sense because if they would have just fucking tried to throw it, even if they didn't have anything in like a three or four second span, he could just fucking rifle it down the field and. Whatever. Yeah, I get. He was just trying to run a quarterback's knee to get like two or three yards, and then they could take a knee. But so yeah, I get it. Just the the main thing is you have to get the center exchange down, and they fucked the only part that they couldn't fuck up up. Yeah. So so they ended up all clowning on me. I still did a round of shots, but they ended couldn't up- fuck up. The only they part up the only part, part that they, they couldn't. Fuck. How did I, I? It made sense when I said. I think it. the email. Yeah, I think you said it right. Yeah, I, I think think did, did say it right, but it, it did sound they funny. They fucked up yeah. the only thing that they couldn't fuck, fuck up. up. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I feel like that's to, not what to double entendre. We'll, we'll go with it. Um. So, <laughs> but so essentially, like, I realized at Applebee's uh, on a, the night before on a date night that you have you have to be on your toes when it comes to drinking around. 
the crew of people that were there. Especially uh, keep your head on no, swivel. No, not even especially Freddy. You get Timmy Salamito riled up in the slightest. Which and doesn't take much. Doesn't you, stop. And you are gonna and you are gonna hear. He's some like stories. a Beyblade. You're just a quick little yeah. rip, and the thing's gone forever. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> You're going to hear some stories, and you're going to have beer funneling out of your nostrils. So Timmy's mid-story, and, like, he, he like, qu- like, calms down a little bit, whatever. So I'm already, like, I can't even drink my beer. Like, I set it on the table. I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to drink, spit it back into the bottles. It's trying to drink, spit it back into the bottle. So Timmy the, the, Timmy goes over, like, to talk to someone else, and, like, we're still talking, whatever. And Junior cracks a fucking joke that I can't repeat, and... I just fucking as in Mike like, Christopher Jr. Oh yeah, just tough day for him. He huge. was the slowest car there yeah, by yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, he was having a tough little deal there. Yeah. But I, uh, I just had made, like it, that. made it better for the race. But I couldn't let this whole show go by without making sure that our listeners heard that Mike Christopher was the slowest car at the racetrack by yeah. far. Yeah, that was tough until the feature started, anyways. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, he, everyone was just cracking jokes. It was just such a fun time with all those guys over there. That bully back. I, I felt bad. I walked over to the bar to grab a beer, and uh, we walked past the table and. Uh, Stagger Steve goes, what, you're not going to say anything to me? I was like, I didn't even fucking see you there. So I go over, I like fist bump, I'm like, oh, congratulations, whatever, I'm shooting the shit with him. You know, time goes on, Amanda congratulates him, we, we fuck off to the next table. Like an hour and a half goes by, and then someone says like, oh, congratulations, Anthony. I didn't even fucking realize that Anthony was sitting at the table too. I and he's fucking, never going to speak up. Yeah, so. yeah, so I just, <laughs> you're I just, not going to hear him. <laughs> I congratulated just Steve himself on the win, so congrats on him picking him out in the victory. Uh, really carved him up yeah. through the field today. Driving car number 92, Steve got... Godfrey. Godfrey. <laughs> no, Stagger uh, Steve has yeah. some respect. <laughs> so. It was I don't know how long I'd been Facebook friends with him, but it took up until the Star Classic for me to realize, oh, that's Stagger Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Parked uh parked right next to us. So at uh, the Star Classic. That's what I think that, that was when everyone realized uh, who who he was. But Well I knew who he was, I just didn't know what his name was. <laughs> right. Uh, other than Steve. But. Yeah. That's uh, fair. But we do. We have a we have a whole bunch of Patreon questions. Last, yeah, real real yeah, quick from the banquet before we uh, we move on is I, I I was told to shout out Jamie Weber. She is my favorite Weber, but she uh she doesn't. She's like she said something about I, I kind of like half heard it, but she's like I, I hope you talk about the banquet on, on the podcast or you don't talk about me on your podcast or something. So shout out Jamie. Just trying to get in good graces for next year, you know. Right. <laughs> so Patreon questions. Yeah. 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 We do have some. Patreon. So uh, there's like a. Holy fuck, there is a lot. Uh, so Sean Miner uh, asked, Now that I've successfully binge-listened to all of the Wet Jeans episodes, any other podcast recommendations? Uh, The Pat McAfee Show, The Pod, PMI. Those are both under the same thing, but two different shows. The Pod's once a week. The Pat McAfee Show's every day. Uh, I also, I'm kind of a basic white bitch and listen to a lot of true crime pods. Um, not good for your anxiety sometimes, but... It's also crazy to me how Pat McAfee can do that every single day. Yeah, he's uh, the more that I listen, football. The, the more that I watch the, I don't know, even like the what his crew, like the the people that he has with him, like they're so in sync. Like I just don't understand how like sometimes like Pat will say something and they'll all say it's not like wide. Like everyone knows when to say wide, but like other than that, like they all like have something that they're gonna say or something they're gonna chant. It's just like two hours into the show and they just know what to say all at the same time and it just it flows so well. So I feel like they do a lot of pre-show production meetings and stuff though. Yeah, like, but it's I, it's literally every day. They're not shooting from the hip for three hours. Like today's show is three and a half hours long. Granted, it's a Monday, so you have plenty to talk about from the NFL. Right, and they do get a lot of good. I mean, they have four or five guests per episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I, I think Wet Jeans in a class of its own. That one's uh, that 
that one's just kind of a staple where we uh I don't know. Like I, we all have our own things. Like I listen to Spit and Chicklets, obviously Pat McAfee show, Pardon My Take, stuff like that. And I, I do listen to a lot of uh, Joe Rogan and uh, Theo Vaughn and Mark Norman. But like it's all based I'm, on. I'm a big Your Mom's House with uh, Tom oh, yeah. Segura and his wife Christina. Two Bears, One Cave. I can stay. That one probably should be on the list. Two Bears, One Cave, and Wet Jeans. I'm scrolling probably. down through. There's a new one. It's uh, I guess it's not new. It's has been out for a while. It's Julian Edelman and comedian Sam Morrill. It's called Games with Names. And it's all like iconic sports games that they like break them down. Like for example, they have, um, like their first episode was eighteen and one when the Patriots lost to the Giants, and then they have like, um, the wheelchair game where Paul Pierce allegedly pooped himself and got wheelchaired off the court, <laughs> and then came in the NBA Finals, then came back to win. And so that one's kind of entertaining. Um, Spe- speaking of games, do we have our game, Bob? We do. We'll okay. get to it. Okay. Um, I'm just scrolling through my list of podcasts that I listen to. The Got track talks and tequila with uh, Cassie Rocco and her buddy old pal there, whatever the other girl's name is. Yeah, that's track talks. <laughs> what? It's like free bear and hot wings. Yeah, that's her name talks. is track talks. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh-huh. I get what you're saying now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah. So I don't know. Two bears, one cave. White jeans. They'll do your download. Well, yeah, well, but yeah. those ones are all over yeah. at this point. Uh, next question, Cameron Jackson. With everything you guys have already done, is there still moments where you get that feeling of, wow, I'm really doing this right now? Yeah, but mostly in a negative light. <laughs> when, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm doing something that's wasting my time. It's more of a, wow, I'm really doing this right now. <laughs> I feel like we usually do it like like a, when we stumbled into pit road at D- the Daytona 500. Yeah, I'm sure our Daytona trip this year will do something stupid and earn an opportunity that we don't deserve. And yeah, we're like in a place that we're not supposed to be yeah. driving the pace car. <laughs> I, it, it's always the reflection back on it, though, I feel like. It's not always necessarily in the moment, but it's like, yeah, I, I just ripped Jack Wood out of a fucking moving Tahoe. I, I yeah, feel like, like, I yeah, feel like I just, all, <laughs> all three of us are such shoot-from-the-hip guys that we don't ever take the... It, like you said, it's always in reflection. Yeah. It's yeah. never like, a, oh, we're doing this right or now. It's, it's a, always like, we did that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, needless to say. There, the, there was the one time where Brad and I were at the, the booby store there, and I'm standing there. I'm like, we are in a line with Max McLaughlin, uh, Donnie Schatz, Scott Bloomquist is at the table behind us, and uh, Kyle, Strickler. Kyle Strickler and uh, what's-his-nuts there, uh, 52. Stuart Friesen. Stewie Friesen. And then there's Brad and I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, two of these things are not like the other. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was definitely yeah. that was an eye-opening one. I don't um, know how I missed that because I was with you guys the whole night. <laughs> I think you were giving a uh, old old theater there some some cash to do some. No, that was the year before. Oh, yeah. The so that one was one for sure. I think the second one was uh, after we got done. I mean, like in the moment, like Bobby said, it's really not. Or we're or we're just at like. Uh, Wing House and there's Ryan Brees and Noah just at the end of the table having yeah like we're that, just having lunch having with two guys that are that night going to try to qualify for the Daytona 500 yeah, yeah. like that that was Granted, Noah was face down in his wings but that's and and that's like a really good like uh, I don't know I don't know example I guess of of us not no, like realizing it in the moment but then we got back to our Airbnb that night and we're just like well, that was kind of wild huh. Or like like this past these, these two guys are going out to qualify for the 500, and they were just at lunch with us earlier today. The sure. SRX trip to Stafford, where you know Chris mm-hmm. Allen was absolutely hyped, and I'm just like, yeah, just another just another Saturday. And then Brad was like, hey, like we literally just had a half hour conversation with Haley Deegan as if we were friends, 
totally, and I, or at least I was totally oblivious to the fact until retrospect, there were people standing in the road on the other side of the property, like behind fence, a fence, yeah. screaming, yeah. just just wanting a selfie through a chain link fence. Yeah. And here I am just brushing off the fact that we yeah. just casually had a 30-minute conversation about Call of Duty and truck racing. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> or, or the uh, 500 last or this past year, too, where Noah's like, hey, you guys want to go out? And he's just like, our Uber ride and just drops us off. Yeah. Literally just yeah. Ubered us to a like, hey, destination. Hey, so, yeah, you, I'm going to go to bed. Hey, do you want to hang out? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, we're probably going to go to Coyote Ugly. All right, cool. Comes, picks us all up. Ah, I'm not really going out tonight. And then just drops us off and then... That was just our Uber, like Charlie said. It was weird. <laughs> there was one moment where uh, when we first went down to go hang out with Noah, we went to the grocery store to get like a whole bunch of alcohol to have a party, and uh, you had stayed in the truck with all the pals that were in there. And I, I went in with Noah. It was just us two. And so we're grabbing a whole bunch of stuff. We have a cart full of things. And like there was three or four people in that trip that like were like, oh, no, what's going on, man? Hey, that's cool. Hey, good luck. You know, next at the 500, whatever the fuck he was doing the next race. Uh, good luck at Daytona, like, good luck this year, you know, and he's like, ah, oh, thanks, guys, thanks, guys, you know, whatever, and, like, we're walking through, and I was just like, oh, I kind of forgot that he was important. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just not something in that moment that you don't think about, and then, like, you're like, oh, all these people are, like, are, you know, excited <laughs> to see him from a fan's perspective. You wake up in a beanbag chair, and you just realize there's a Martinsville clock at your feet, you're like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a shower yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, there's a lot definitely of wild, moments a lot like of that. wild moments for sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely more of a reflect back. Like I I was definitely going to have a heart attack if I stood near Dale Jr. for a little bit longer. <laughs> that that in that, the moment I was fucking like, what the fuck is happening? That like I that was sick for sure, but I had like similar thing when we went to USM and I had the like upstairs fucking deal or whatever and Jake Rogers and I of all fucking people had like a 45 minute chat with just just the three of us because he was very much out of his element just out of college with a bunch of people who didn't even know who he was and then we're just like yeah late models he's like fuck yeah <laughs> yeah <sighs> uh, next question here David uh, what's uh, off Zurich could be uh what 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 it's, has it's cities riddle. but no riddles are fucking stupid. <laughs> what Correct. has cities but no houses, forests but no trees, and water but no fish? Cities but no houses, forests but no trees, and water but no fish. Turn me on my side, I am everything. Cut me in half, I am nothing. What am I? Well, I, uh, the first one, what has cities but no houses, forests but no trees, water but no fish? Did you did you Google it, Bob? A map. Okay. All right. <laughs> Turn me on my side. I am everything. Cut me in half. I am nothing. What am I? Uh, huh. So Alex Krakowski, guys. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, if I think about that for too much longer, there's going to be steam coming out of my ears. <clears throat> Cut me in half, I am nothing. No, turn me on my side, I am everything. Cut me in half, I am nothing. What am I? A number eight. A number eight on its side is an infinity symbol. Uh, Cut an eight in half and it's two zeros. Bob didn't even use Google for that one. That was I really did. good. If you turn, if you... We we appreciate all of our Patreon pal subscribers <laughs> with the utmost respect. Don't send us fucking riddles. <laughs> yeah. We are all too fucking stupid to even remotely. We are not. We are so shallow in our thinking. It would be a whole lot of just silence if Bob didn't just look that up. Oh just, right. yeah, it'd be yeah, and, and a I'm, lot and of I'm, squinting. And I'm yeah. too like I can't distance. just I can't just pass it by without knowing. Like I gotta know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But that's that's what you're going to get every time you <laughs> send me a riddle is uh, I'm going to Google it, and then I'm going to have the same rant where uh, don't fucking send us riddles. Uh, Alex Krakowski asks, shout, shout out to you, David. Appreciate you. <laughs> uh, who is the bigger weapon this year, the Wolf of Stafford or J.B. Fortin? And it actually says J.B. Fortin. Fart. Oh, it does say that. <laughs> Put some respect on the questions. <laughs> and do you think Jimmy Blewett's 40-yard dash speed gets him picked in the first round of the NFL draft? And then there is a subsequent uh, comment here. Aged poorly with Freddie Kraft's Insta story. It looks like the Texans took him first overall. <laughs> He's going to make a hell of an outside linebacker. Yeah. That he, was, he'd be one fuck of a tight end. Or fullback. I mean, Jesus. Give he, him the uh, neck roll, light him up. He, goal was, line. he, he did that. Moving. He did that in racing shoes, too. So yeah. that's basically that. So racing shoes are essentially slippers. So what you saw was basically a reenactment of Brad running from the poopy <laughs> store back to the house in his moccasins. No, I was way slower, I promise. <laughs> Uh, I don't. Yeah. Now the as much uh, hate as I have rained down on Ronnie Williams, I don't think Ronnie's a weapon. He's a very talented race car driver, and he's won a lot of races. JB Farton's a fucking weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this isn't the first time we've we've talked about him doing something stupid in a modified race. Um, so yeah, that pretty much goes without saying. Uh, Angel Waregi. Uh, who's bigger weapons of the week, some of the drivers or the Islip race control? Uh, race control. It seems to be race control. The, yeah. It, it, there was a lot of people that were involved in the same, like a wreck, like this one wreck after another. Um, but that being said, it seemed like the whole the, field the blue, was, uh, the blue number 69. Cause pal had a tough night. He seemed like he was in every other wreck. Yeah. That him, Anthony Bello, it was a, it was a handful of cars that were having a real tough day. And, uh, it's hard. It's hard with that many race cars on that small of a racetrack. And just the way that the race was playing out. I mean, you're yeah, fucking, that racetrack looked too small for the legend cars. Yeah. It's a yeah. very small racetrack. Um, very small. but yeah, I would, I would say race control, just how everything played out. It was just terrible. Uh, Matt Seen, uh, Mary Fuck Kill, Super Late Models, Tour Type Modifieds, and Nash Trunks. Uh, marrying the Modifieds because they're, they're badass. Um, I'll fuck the trucks because they are pretty badass, but nothing I want to be tied down to forever. And kill Super Late Models because they suck and they made me f not want to drive race cars. Uh, so I like Fenders. I'm going to marry Super Late Models. I'm going to uh, probably fuck it. You're going to marry it, and then after three years of marriage, you're going to fucking hate it and divorce <laughs> it, because that's what I did. That's all right. And then I'll... Uh, I, I love a Nash trunk, though. I don't know. I'll, I'll fuck the mods and kill the trucks, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to marry... Marry the mods, fuck the super late models, and kill the Nash trunks. It's tough when you have those those three those options. Those are three very good options. Those are the three options have, that I very much enjoy. And the trucks are turning into weird-shaped Arca cars. They are, and, but the, my pro only problem with the trucks is that you just have a bunch of fucking hazards. Well, that, that was my point. Is like It's people, just yeah. the, the Arca mentality is just trucks now. Yeah. Uh, uh, Corey Roussel, unreasonable. Wait, what? Unreasonably too early... Two. Two, he's, he used the wrong form of two. He means it's too early to pre predict a cup champion right now. It's too early. No aggression. For, like, next year. Yeah. Well, no, no this year. that I next. actually predict Joey, Joey Logano. <laughs> uh, Joey Logano. <laughs> uh, uh, 2023 NAS Cup champion. Denny Hamlin finally does it. I like that. I think that's realistic. James, it's hard. It's James hard. Allen, there's so many. Hamlin. There's so many unknowns. Like, you know, Tyler Reddick has the talent. Now has the equipment. Can they put it together? Can Kyle Busch elevate the eight program to it? You know, you just there's a lot of unknowns. 
It's also still such a new car too. That yeah. Who I mean, figured what out? And who's Joey Logano's obviously got to be a favorite to go back to back. Um, All of Hendrick except for Bowman was fast for the majority of this year. So um, Christopher Bell knows when to step up. Apparently, yeah. Rosh Hastain. I mean, even Rosh fucking Hastain Ty Gibbs. Things. I mean, Ty Gibbs could be a legitimate threat. Even you know he hopped in that cop car and cop car, cop car. Yeah. And no matter what you want to <laughs> say about him, like he he was legitimately running top five and top ten in some of those races. So, um. 2023 NASCAR champion will be, will be, will be, <laughs> Willie William B. B. <laughs> yeah, Willie B. I like that. <laughs> Billy Byron. Yeah, you said it. Yeah. Uh, well said. <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very well said. Uh, give me the give me the 12 of Ryan Blaney. He showed that he uh, he was fast there, obviously at the end of the year, and uh, just obviously wasn't in the final four. I think he was a faster car than Legato. Watch him not Sean. win a race this year and the next year just win ten. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> He yeah. should have won at least a handful this year. But. Uh, Scott with one T Fowler. Yeah, if boy. He, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scott with one T Fowler. If this, you is sh- one f- this is one for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> if you shave your vagina and not your not. butthole, is that the same as a mullet? Ah, uh, Jesus. Crotch mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Business in the front, I mean, party I in the t- back. Technically, I, mean, I, guess. I guess, yeah. Uh, uh, hopefully it's clean. It's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Foreign. Still a better question than a riddle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's true. also a, a better question than what he typically asks us. So. Yeah, um, we didn't have to bleep it out this good, time. Good for him. Uh, <laughs> Cordell Smith. Uh, so when iRacing season starts up, are you guys going to have nights that any listener can join and run with you guys? Probably. I know for me, yeah. the reason I have a hard time doing leagues on iRacing is I don't like being told when I have to iRace. Yeah. yeah, like I don't like to schedule my video game playing. <laughs> uh, some, sometimes you just are sitting at home and uh, you have a couple two tree sodas, and then you're like, "Fuck it, let's go play with the boys." That is how i racing um, happens for all of us. And nine times out of ten, you it's usually me and Brad or me and Charlie. Typically, you guys both don't race at the same time because yeah, you use the same rig. So. <laughs> we'll just randomly Brad's got the pedals. I got the wheel. <laughs> we'll yeah. just randomly get on and just terrorize hosted sessions. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, typically usually get picked out. Uh, even so, like last weekend, Reagan stayed with me um, after the hockey game. It's like one in the morning. We're both hammered. We we jump on. Reagan's running my uh, running my sim, and uh, some guys like, "Oh, Bobby Timmons from BFP." I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. No, at least I, Reagan's pretty fucking good at it. Oh, he, he dick stomped him. He drove yeah. the lead and yeah. won it going away. Congrats so, on your win. I had uh, two wins <laughs> as a car owner that yeah. night. I feel like Bobby and I are just bad enough at iRacing to where we are like a solid like sixth to eighth on the speed charts, which is just fast just enough, enough to, be, to be dangerous. Just fast enough to be in the way. Almost. And, and we take it seriously until we like do yeah. like four hours of practice. <laughs> yeah. This do, is Brad do, loves yeah. Brad loves making fun of me. Do a thousand <laughs> like oh, do yeah. a thousand laps. Do go out, rip a qualifying lap that's two tenths slower than you just practiced for three hours. Disqualified in the Disqualified pace on the <laughs> either that or you get fucking booted. Barely even breathed on and you're like, this kid's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I do the same thing. Every I do the same thing. Time. Every, it never fails. So I'll, I'll get on iRacing once, twice, maybe. Every six months, maybe. And it's the same thing every time. Yeah. And I, I 
do you remember the truck race where I just killed somebody? I was like, ah, cat stepped on the keyboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Charlie's like drafting, and some dude like nudged him a little bit, and he's like, no, <laughs> wrecked the entire field. Fuck this guy. <laughs> and then everyone's just like, the fuck was that? Like they're in a they're in a pack, just going down oh, the backstretch, and Charlie just kind of anged a right. Uh, Forty-eight trucks. Yeah. No, so that like I I love talking about it because uh, nine times out of ten when I'm on I racing we're in a discord there's a whole bunch of our friends that are all in there as well and our friends are nerds they're all fucking <laughs> professional gamers so bobby and i all go into we all go into a lobby of a hosted race and all of our friends are fast and bobby and i are very much not so we're just fucking rolling up the back we go in we get into the race or like charlie said actually we practice for fucking 80 90 minutes or whatever and then we get into the race and Bobby goes down into turn one, cleans out half the field, gets kicked in, the leader from eighth. wrecks half of our friends, they all leave, and I'm just in there putting around for like 19th, like, this is fun, guys, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, Phoenix, cup cars? Sick. Okay, let me get out of this race. I was just invested in it emotionally. There, there was, I think there was one race Bobby and I did, we were in street stonks, and we were at, I don't know, fucking Thompson or something stupid, and we were driving and drafting, and we were, I think, going for the lead, and we both wiped each other out so hard, it took out like the entire fucking field <laughs> yeah <laughs> never fails we're as absolute menaces on i racing yeah. but uh if you if you uh we we don't take it nearly as seriously I mean, my street my street stock is painted like a solo cup from the 90s and has a cat on the trunk <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you uh that's how serious we take it <laughs> any any listener it's simulation bob <laughs> any listener uh, can certain uh certainly try to get in with us on i racing because we always just jump into a hosting <clears throat> session and cause mayhem it's so. a simulation for me to do my best cross-eyed country bumpkin demo derby <laughs> shit correct i just tried to hit the moon at oxford off the sandbanks yeah that actually the top one most fun thing to do there is the the fucking million lap street stock race with no yellows that we do yeah yeah to basically we just might, we maybe, maybe we might do that we'll uh see that's fun to me we can make a post from the page being competitive with the fucking yeah, we're virgins not... like reagan and all the rest no. of them that are just eight seconds fast that's not no, fun. give me a hundred laps smashed pass yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all in on that no, yeah. no cautions no damage yeah, yeah. thousand percent uh next question from our, our pal slim with the execution of New Exceptions, oh, holy fuck, I'm not even drunk. With the exception of New Jersey and Florida, any local BFP parties on the horizon during our New England off season? Rest in peace to New Jersey and Florida on their uh, execution. <laughs> <laughs> well, our Florida party might be resting in peace because fucking Hurricane Nicole cleaned out Daytona Beach last week. Yeah, that's going to be tough. As long as New Smyrna, or not New Smyrna, fucking Pensacola is fine for the next 20 days, we should be all right. Yeah. Um, uh, good thing Grandview is not on the beach. It's a couple streets down. I think it survived. Yeah. I, I believe that Grandview and Coyote Ugly are all right. Still have no idea where we're going to be staying. Everything is very, very expensive. Yeah, I, we might be driving the camper down at yeah, this rate. Yeah. <laughs> we did, when we had our little uh, shindig last week at Smitty's party, everyone was like, oh, yeah, I've looked into some Airbnbs. I'm like, oh, you too? They're like, yeah, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking expensive. And they're like, oh, I was thinking about maybe just renting an RV and driving to the racetrack. I was like, legitimately probably cheaper to do that um but we haven't really looked into anything like that but yeah that's definitely uh obviously uh charlie and i are gonna be going out of the snowball derby here in about 20 20 days uh and then the next thing on our schedule is is uh, atlantic city which we, we are going uh, to go to and we're trying to plan a, a christmas party i don't know if we've made it any further in our planning but um i think we're gonna try to make that happen yeah i want, we, I want to do the ice deal yeah we haven't yet but we're gonna try to uh rent some ice at portland ice arena on a friday night or a saturday night or something and uh 
try to get some people up. Uh, everyone come up and uh, ha- hang out, have a good time, get a get a little bit of stick puck in, and then probably go burn down the old port or something and uh, like find something to do. Puck. But um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep everyone in our circle posted on on that. But that uh, that wraps it up for the Patreon questions. Today's episode uh, once again is brought to you by Coldbrook Trailers and Equipment, located at 800 Coldbrook Road in Herman. Coldbrook Trailers and Equipment offers some of the best deals on utility. Utility. I did it again. <laughs> I, <did> it again. <laughs> I was like, what word did I fuck up? And then I got to it. I was like, ah, oh, I said utility. And then I actually said it out loud. <laughs> it was that On one. utility trailers, enclosed trailers, snowmobile trailers, construction trailers, and dump trailers. We are pleased to announce uh, we now offer edge trailers, uh, custom race car haulers as well. Our, our lineup of new trailers from Delta, North Force, Granite State, and Edge offers... Uh, one-stop shop stop in to see our ever-changing inventory as well as our our full service parts and service department call us at 207-605-0108 that is coldbrook trailers and equipment in herman maine thanks again for them jumping on board they will be on board for the next couple shows we uh, appreciate them jumping on board we also have uh we got a nice little uh little game if you will that uh that bobby may or may not have with him that uh we had our good friend scott fowler jump on board to present apparently after such, uh, such a pop last week after last after last week's performance yeah. we are pleased to announce the uh <laughs> returning segment of bfp mad libs brought to you by scott fowler and uh that's scott with one t fowler yeah so this will uh, that is that is the vagina mullet question yes guy. this won't be an every week thing because i feel like the novelty of it will wear off very quickly but <laughs> once I, a month i do have a uh once a month i like that 400 page mad lib book <laughs> that i bought at didn't walmart we, today didn't we do this like three years ago yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is totally ripped off from um the original barstool heartland which was pat mcafee's show they used to do this, not every show, but once in a while, and it was hilarious. And last week when we did the, was it last week or two weeks ago? I think it was last, last week. week. We did the boy band name generator. <laughs> uh, kind of half-assed, turned into a Mad Lib, and I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, a couple people said they almost wrecked their vehicles uh, listening to that yeah, segment. So. so it was, uh, it was uh, prompted Scott to uh, basically pay us to do this. So we'll, uh, like I said, we'll probably do it like once a month maybe. Um, especially these times. I don't know. It depends on when Scott wants us to do it. If Scott wants us to do it every week, we'll pick it every week until it starts driving listeners away, which I assume it probably won't. But <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah. So, what do we got there, Babs? So I scrolled through a bunch of them, and and, and it seemed like the very first one uh, that that is in this book uh, seemed like a good one. So <laughs> start on uh, page one. I like yeah. it. <laughs> so we've got uh, these work. are these are all fairly short. We'll work through it like I a imagine it's gonna puzzle. <laughs> it's gonna take us a minute to get through them, uh, even if they are. Uh, they are short, so we got uh, Confessions of a Vampire's Girlfriend. Ah, ah and, that makes uh, sense. So we're going to need to start off with a part of the body, plural. Peens. <laughs> Titties. <laughs> I was going to say plural I was going to say peni, but penises. Uh, Charlie said peens. <laughs> I think it's peens. <laughs> I'll put penises. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, person in the room, male, Charlie. Thank you. Okay, we need a adjective. Am I the one with two penises? Adjective is a describing word. They even give you notes. So like, <laughs> what is an adjective? An adjective <laughs> describes something: lumpy, soft, <laughs> ugly, messy, or short. Are adjectives? We need an adjective. Uh, Cunty. Ooh. Cunty. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Charlie and Cunty in one sentence so far. <laughs> with two we, need a, we need a noun. A noun is a person, place, or thing. JB Farton. <laughs> Adjective. Cunt. <laughs> Actually, cunt's a noun. Sorry. Can, yeah, that's gonna be an adjective. An adjective. Um, <laughs> shitty. Perfect. <laughs> uh, another adjective. Mm. We need Harry. A, uh, well, there you go. I'm gonna say we gotta think like outside of the box what yeah. we normally say because cunty is the first thing that comes to my mind every time. <laughs> uh, plural noun. Peens. No, <laughs> Dildo, uh, dildos. Uh, part of the body. <laughs> but butthole. Uh, I was gonna say asshole. <laughs> Asshole it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, another adjective. Uh, Lumpy. because <laughs> he said that it. That is kind of stuck <laughs> in my head, too. Uh, another part of the body. Pinky toe. <laughs> A noun. Mm. Beer bottle interesting <laughs> uh, number 69 nice <laughs> nice and last adjective an adjective person place or no adjectives are describing so it's, a, it's, a, it's an e uh, doesn't have to be that's an adverb oh. uh It's racy, racy, <laughs> as Sean Foster would say. Yeah, pick another one. I just read the sentence that's going to be in that will make sense. Uh, cheated there. Cheesy. <laughs> Weapon. <laughs> okay. Cheesy. <laughs> so, the confessions of a vampire's girlfriend. You boys ready? I don't know my mind. <laughs> <laughs> the moment I set my penises on Charlie. <laughs> You gonna be able to read this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. That's why I said it might take us a minute to get through this. <laughs> Oriana Lovell last week said she accidentally was playing this through her uh, Bluetooth speakers throughout her house, and her brother said we sounded really immature. <laughs> what? <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> Hi, my name's Charlie. This is Brad, and this is Bobby. <sighs> Clearly, you've never met any of us. The moment I set my penises on Charlie, I knew we were meant to be. He has everything I. He was everything I wanted: tall, dark, and cunty. Short, short, red, and cunty would have been more accurate, but. I'm more stuck on how do you set multiple penises on. <laughs> but love at first, JB Farton is an always. <laughs> oh. 
get it, to, get it together here, Tim. <laughs> yeah, we got this. We got. I got to start over. <laughs> yeah, start we over. got this. We got. Oh, this. good. Yeah. The moment I set my penises on Charlie, I knew we were meant to be. He was everything I wanted: tall, dark, and cunty. <laughs> but love at first, JB Farton isn't always picture shitty. <laughs> <laughs> the first time he gave me a hairy rose <laughs> one of its dildos <laughs> one of its dildos pricked my asshole <laughs> <laughs> that works so well oh <laughs> <laughs> Just the oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do people fucking listen to this? I don't understand. We're stoned. We're people st- buy our fucking t-shirts. You understand that? For this, somebody, for this somebody paid us to do this. Oh, what the fuck is life? Oh, oh my god! Right. Regroup, are literally, we're not even halfway through. Literally, this. embroidery machines, specially making our shit that people exchange money for, for us to do this. All right. Regroup. Mm. <laughs> Start from the beginning, Bob. <laughs> Take five. <laughs> the moment I set my penises on Charlie, I knew we were meant to be. He was everything I wanted. Tall, dark, and cunty. But love at first, JB Farton isn't always picture shitty. The first time he gave me the first time he gave me a hairy rose, one of its dildos pricked my asshole and drew blood. When I tried to find a bandage for the wound, he followed me to the bathroom only to let loose a lumpy hiss. <laughs> Revealing his sharp pinky toe. <laughs> Luckily, he was able to restrain himself, but that's when I realized this hunky, this hunky beer bottle wasn't your average teenager. I had fallen in love with a 69-year-old vampire, and I was cheesy to be alive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The dildo uh, one was really good. Yeah, the second they had us in the first half, right? <laughs> so the second half didn't didn't really deliver. Uh, but, uh, 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 the the pricked me in the asshole got me yeah that was, yeah, that was a good one the, uh, want to do another one yeah sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right we got we have to be absolutely just obscene mm-hmm. well <laughs> the most ridiculous fucking words we can come up with mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, let's see uh, this one says Cinderella. peens oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> this one's called cinderella oh, so it's not a boy it's be disparaging adjective bloody that's fine okay yeah, that'll do I didn't know if I took your peens. It was my asshole after Charlie's hairy rose. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Adjective again. Actually, no. Slimy. (laughs) And another adjective, slutty. Slutty. Mm. Uh, Part of the body. Boobs. Behind. (laughs) Areola. (laughs) Uh, Noun. Areola. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't know how to spell that, so... I think it starts with a Q. <laughs> a Batman symbol. <laughs> a four. <laughs> Give me another Q. Adjective. <laughs> oh, what did we not said? Everything that comes right to Um An adjective, is that what you said? Yeah. Uh Cunty. <laughs> Fat as fuck. I have. Okay. <laughs> I have. 
<laughs> obese. I'm going to go with fat as fuck. <laughs> I have like four fucking adjectives that are on the tip of my brain at every time, and we've used them all so far. <clears throat> A noun. A noun? Jimmy yeah. Blewett. Uh, casting couch. <laughs> well, that's good. We need two nouns. So Jimmy Blewett. <laughs> casting couch. <laughs> casting couch. Another noun. Uh, Booby store. <laughs> <laughs> Another noun. Freddy Craft. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, plural noun. Pocket pussies. <laughs> Oof. Person in the room, male, Brad. Casey Kane. Casey Kane is, he is watching over us. He is. <laughs> Plural noun. Uh, <laughs> vibrators. Yoga mats. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say condoms. So that's good. Either one of those. What three. are those? <laughs> uh, yoga mat condoms. Uh, part of the body. Behind the knee. Rectum. <laughs> um, And an adverb, which is like ends in L-Y. Swimmingly. Dickly. <laughs> okay. Right, let's see how long it takes us to get through this one. Feel good about it? <laughs> well, this already, this already feels dirty. There was there once was a bloody young girl named Cinderella who lived with her slimy stepmother and slutty stepsisters. <laughs> it all works. It went together. <laughs> She waited on them handed boobs, <laughs> but they treated her like an areola. <laughs> Cinderella heard about a ball the prince was throwing, but she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. Hang on to a ball. Hang on to her skip. <laughs> she didn't have a fat as fuck <laughs> gown to wear. Then out of the clear blue Jimmy Blewett <laughs> Her fairy casting couch mother appeared And waved her magic booby store <laughs> Cinderella's ragged clothes turned into a beautiful Freddy craft <laughs> And her worn work shoes became a pair of glass pocket pussies. Let me go back a couple seconds. <laughs> uh, out, of the, out of the clear blue Jimmy Blue, her fairy <laughs> casting couch mother appeared and waved her magic booby store. Cinderella's ragged clothes turned into a beautiful Freddy craft, and her worn work shoes became a pair of glass pocket pussies. <laughs> Cinderella went to the ball and danced with her prince, Casey Kane, who fell madly in love with her. <laughs> 
but at the stroke of midnight, she had to flee, losing one of her glass yoga mat condoms. <laughs> the prince traveled throughout the kingdom, trying the slipper on the rectum of her. God, this is borderline pedophilia. <laughs> the prince traveled throughout the kingdom, trying the slipper on the rectum of every young girl, but of course, it only fit one, Cinderella. The two were soon married and lived dickly ever after. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, no. Yeah, that's, oh. that's enough of that's those. Enough. That's enough. I'm in pain. <laughs> My abs hurt. <laughs> yeah. Out, yeah. Of, out of the uh. clear blue, Jimmy blew it. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy clear blew it. Uh. Yeah. yeah that was Are we done? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. <clears throat> what, what are we doing this weekend, guys? Nothing. Nothing at all. I think it's the first time where there's nothing at all for any of us, right? Oh, uh, not anything racing. Well, actually, no. I have a, I have another racing banquet this weekend. Smack. Yeah, they got a rules meeting and awards at uh, General Sports Bar in Weir, New Hampshire, where nice. we are. We're where. Wide. Looking forward to that. I think I tied for fifth. I don't know. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> going there to talk rules and social event, excuse to drink. But uh, yeah, other than that. Much going on. Racing's over, I think, boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we started uh, ripping the uh, the old sports donk apart this past weekend a little bit, and maybe dabble on that. That's about it. Yeah, I think. yeah. I got I got nothing. I was gonna go hunting on Saturday, but Yippa's going on a different hunt, so I'm not gonna go hunting by myself. I guess up at the land. So probably take Saturday off and go back to work on Sunday. Hard to die in a hunting accident if you're by yourself. It's it's then just considered suicide. Yeah. How far away is it? Yeah, that's why I'm not going to go. About an hour and a half, hour 45, hour and a half. I mean, yeah. You can go hunting in my parents' backyards, deer there all the time. Yeah, apparently. I'll fucking go out there with a knife in the middle of the night and carve one up. Oh, I forgot to tell you, we we dropped the the RV off at your parents' house, right? Mm-hmm. The little field across from the front of the house, and uh, I I pull in in the RV, and Lindsay's behind me in the the Tahoe, and Nate was driving the truck because I needed the truck to move the trailer, and Lindsay followed us up anyway, and <laughs> so it's I pull in, Tahoe pulls in, truck pulls in, and just a random fucking silver Toyota Rav4 pulls in, right into your driveway couple slam pigs come out of it like 500 pounds a piece they're like uh is this 286 we're like 286 what they're like i don't know is it the road i'm like does it look like a fucking road to you it's literally pulled into a house like why did that fucking make sense but yeah i forgot all about that thought Hmm. thought i'd tell you that maybe they wanted to sex traffic you yeah well I'm all set. You are tall, dark, and cunty, or whatever yeah. that thing just said. <laughs> yeah, I am. I short, and stubby, and fucking white, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> stubby. Fuck. <laughs> Stubby's a good one. We'll have to one. remember that for next time. Chode. It's a good noun. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, look. I mean, for fucking, I don't know what to say. Uh, one ninety-three. The uh, it is well, good to end. Collins, it but. is good to end the show with the Mad Loop because that does take the wind right out of yeah. the, <laughs> the yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, my lungs are shot. Um, <laughs> No, I'd, the uh, the only other thing that I had, I guess, was that uh, keep your eyes peeled for probably next week. I guess. What uh, are not we talking about? But, uh, yeah, it is a very what do you, weird thing. You, you peel oranges. You peel bananas. Why would I want to peel my eye? Yeah, I don't know why that's a thing. Um, now I think about it. But um, 
going to be doing some sort of Black Friday sale that's probably going to last for the whole week. And um, then we're going to have to do something with uh, our website, probably uh, stop uh, allowing orders probably uh, on the or at the end of Black Friday that night and uh, just try to get everything out, I guess, as soon as possible. Because um, Christmas nothing, is coming. Nothing next week, I guess, is guaranteed um, for the holidays because we, you know, just it's all pre-orders. So you send it out to the site. I mean, so our website, there's an info page, says all orders will be shipped within 30 days. That still is the case. However, usually you ship something out priority mail, and if it's going to Texas, it's there in like two days. Well, during the holidays, sometimes that it gets extended to like four, and that's out of our control. That is just the influx of packages that USPS has. So, still going to go out priority mail. <clears throat> we just don't know if it's going to get there on, on time. So, we can't guarantee it. We're going to do our best to get everything out as fast as possible. But, there will be a sale. There's never really been a sale. So, get your shit next week. Or you could get stuff this week. It just buy your shit. Or you can wait till next summer. I don't care. Yeah. Well, we got to try to... Just don't steal it. That's all we ask. We got... Well, yeah, don't do that. We also got to try to... We got to try to buy an Airbnb. We got a, got a half halfway decent chunk of change saved up specifically for the Airbnb. And um, after doing some extensive research, that's not even close to half of the uh, down payment for the Airbnb for Daytona oh. for Speed Week. So that's going to be a tough one. Um, so yeah, we're going to hopefully uh, knock it out of the park next week. Have a sale where people are going to want to spend some money and get some cheaper than usual stuff. And uh, maybe we'll be able to afford Speed Weeks. But that being said, uh, now, like Bobby said, a hurricane just wiped off half the Airbnbs that were available. So it's going to be tough. Yeah. Tough break for the market. But <clears throat> we'll figure it out. We always do. We'll fall into something. 93, Dan Collins. Dave Langless. <coughs> Ryan Green. Ryan Green. Good Bill one. Green. Bryce Saucier. Bill Green's main. You know, um, <clears throat> got interviewed by that guy at the Oxford 250 one year. And he had no idea what he was no, talking about? I, no, well, <clears throat> he always covers the race. Oh. Part of Bill Green's main, but um, his son, um, I kind of knew a little bit, so it was very like he interviewed Mike Rowe, Travis Benjamin, and Johnny Clark. So I, I watched the episode of Bill Green's main, and it's you know Travis Benjamin had a good day, he finished second, and Mike Rowe had a tough day, he finished ninth, and Johnny Clark had a good day, or he had a tough day, he finished eighth, and Bobby Timmons had a good day, he finished nineteenth, two laps down. I'm like that. Fucking wasn't a good day. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <sighs> uh, tough. Fun tough fact tough. for the kid. That right. was the year I beat Christopher Bell. I was gonna say, was yeah. that was that the year? Mm. Huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. ninety three, ninety three, ninety three. The year I was born. Mm. Same. Mm. Mm. We're gonna be thirty, Bob. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Charlie. <laughs> Bobby is significantly older than I am. Six now. months. Four months. Six. Nine. Nice. Nice. <laughs> we'll see you next Tuesday. Race car, race car, here we go, race car.